Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Welcome to all the monks and novices and blessings to all the laity. Today we have the intention to come together as we do each Friday. This shows that we are ones who know about time and about managing our time. We know how to use our time well. Those who know about time management and using time well are those who will be prosperous. But it's not that everyone will be intelligent in using their time. Every human being in the world is born with the desire to be a person who gains success in their life in their education and in their duties and work. They want to achieve success in every aspect of their life. There is probably no one who wants to use their whole life devoted to intently chasing and pursuing failures. But of those who desire to be successful in their own lives, many may end up being people who fail in one or more areas due to some inner qualities and personal traits that hinder their success in life. We can divide people into three general types based on certain personality traits. The thinkers, the doers and the slackers. The first person is the person who is a thinker. Their outstanding characteristics are being a thoughtful person who likes to imagine, likes to plan wants to be like this, to do this and do that, this project and that project. But what he thinks, dreams and plans out will never come true. It will remain unseen and intangible. It is something that floats in the air. This is because they give their time to the thoughts and dreams, but never really give the time to put it into action. And to make one's dreams come true, There is no dream that can come true until we wake up and make that dream a reality. The second type of person is the opposite of the first type. This we can see clearly. While the first type of person likes to think more than to act, but the second person is a doer and likes to act rather than think. They are a person with energy and enthusiasm. They like to see various tasks completed quickly so they won't waste time in order to think, plan, ponder before executing and doing. So many times they will have to meet with mistakes and failures, which is unfortunate. The people who are more doers than thinkers will be people who sleep very little. They wake up with perseverance so that they can complete the work they intend to accomplish. It may be compared to a man who wants to cut branches to use and so he grabs a saw and climbs up the tree immediately. When they find a suitable branch, he sits and starts sawing the branch, but he forgets to check if he is sitting in the right position on the branch and before he realizes it, he's fallen down to the ground along with the branch. That's because instead of sitting on the branch facing away from the trunk, but he was facing the trunk and sawing the branch. The third person is the slacker. The word slacker in the dictionary means stalling for time, 
or pretending to finish slowly. So a slacker means one skilled in delaying time. They have a knack for accomplishing short-term tasks but are able to protract and extend it out. The work that should be completed within one day can be extended to three days comfortably. And this type of person has a lack of enthusiasm for work. They have motivation to work just in exchange for wages only. But whoever is the thinker, the doer, the slacker today is not important. If one will be someone tomorrow, then they will start to realize the value of time and of developing oneself from being a thinker, a doer or a slacker to be someone who manages their life or manages their time. Because good time management will lead to success and being able to fulfill one's aspirations. One who manages success or those who desire success in life will inevitably be unable to avoid managing the time in their lives. To be an Olympic gold medalist in a sport, one must have excellent discipline in time management. The Lord Buddha taught about time management excellently as well. The Buddha taught the monks to know how to manage their time, to wake up with perseverance, not to be lazy, to put forth effort, to do the monastic practices and duties in going for alms round, during the meal time, in listening to Dhamma, when putting forth effort in the practice, when doing the communal duties, for all this one must manage one's time well. When I practiced with Venerable Ajahn Chah, he spoke of coming together in unison. He would tell us the time of when we had to come together. Since the morning chanting, we had to gather together. So waking up, getting ready, and going to morning chanting at the specified time together. Setting up the eating hall together. Going for arms round together on the route the senior monk had organized in rotation every 15 days. And coming back from arms, then helping to receive the other monk's arms pole. This is consideration, kindness, and being friendly to those who go to arms and have fatigue. This is having care towards each other. And at 3 p.m., we had to come on time to draw water from the well. There was no slacking. If anybody was deceptive, wanting to avoid their duties, being selfish, then this would cause disgust from the group. And sometimes there were monks coming from other places to stay for the first time, and they were monks who knew time management very well. I want to praise this one particular monk. He came to stay in Wat Nongpapong, and he had been there only for a short time and was diligent and punctual, always on time for all the morning chanting and evening chanting. He did all the monastic duties, he did all the communal work, and never missed out any of it. And he was a monk that Venerable Ajahn Chah accepted into the Sangha as one of the monks of Wat Nongpapong because it wasn't that all the monks that ordained in Wat Nongpapong would all be diligent and punctual. There were some of them that were selfish. It wasn't like there weren't anyone like this. But sometimes the determined monks, even if they ordained elsewhere and came to stay, they were really diligent. They were really intent to learn and practice all the monastic duties. They respected the practices of Venerable Ajahn Chah.
and Venerable Ajahn Chah was very observant. He had this monk be allowed to quickly enter the community of his. This shows that the other monks were able to see the people who are determined and who know punctuality and time management and who are ones that sacrifice for the benefit of others. The great teacher, he allowed this monk to enter and be of the same group, to be as one, and he gained success in learning and coming to Wat Nompapong. Therefore, good time management will naturally bring happiness and satisfaction in life, whether it is the life of a monk or the life of a layperson, it will then be possible to achieve great satisfaction in life. We can see that successful people, they sleep very little. There are those that sleep for just three or four hours. They don't have much sleep. Or some sleep for five hours, not more than six hours. They will work with determination and achieve success. But the important thing is their physical health must be good as well. They need to have time to exercise and have a fresh mind that is not stressed. They are able to take rest and take in the outdoors as well. Then the work is accomplished and their life goals are achieved to satisfaction. And we must know what is the urgent and important work to do first. That which is not urgent, then we arrange our time to do other more important work first. Don't arrange the less important work to be the urgent work, because if really urgent work comes in at the same time, this makes all the tasks to be done hastily, and there will be mistakes and failures. And the work of spreading of the Dhamma by the Lord Buddha, there were times when he travelled many hundreds of kilometres to teach just one person. It seemed as if it wasn't important, but ultimately it was for the greatest benefit and the solidarity of the Buddha Sasana. So enthusiasm is a force that is important in climbing the ladder of success. Every time that the clock hands move, one's life must move forward, not going backwards. People should wake up not because of the alarm clock, because that is a decision without discipline and without life. We have to be intent to wake up with our utmost determination. Venerable Ajahn Chah has said before about a monk who had an alarm clock and when it went off they didn't wake up. So Ajahn Chah taught this monk to change his habit. He instructed the monk to take his alarm clock and to go throw it into the forest. The monk did as he was told. And later on when he woke up he didn't know what time it was and so he had to quickly walk to the hall to look at the time for morning chanting. He changed to becoming someone who was always wakeful, and later he was someone who could wake up. He could wake up in time. He wouldn't miss out on morning chanting. So in summary, for good time management, 1. Try to examine yourself to see which work is important. What are one's clearly defined goals in life? And then decide which work is important. 2. Have knowledge and understanding of work priorities. Arrange it in the right steps. Know which jobs, which tasks are urgent, which jobs can wait, which jobs have an order they need to be done in, what are the first steps and the steps that need to be done after, as well as knowing the appropriate time of doing things. 
if we fulfill these two things, we will be a great manager of our time. If we know how to manage time like this, then for children, they will know how to manage their time for their education, not indulging in games, not indulging in mobile phones, not indulging in the internet, not indulging in news and social media. We will then be able to manage our time and our studies will succeed. If we do work and the right hand is holding a mobile phone, the left hand is doing the work. Working and then looking at the phone, this is not knowing time, that now it is a time to work. This time is a time that we must pay attention and be mindful of work. This is the practice as well. But we send the mind to our phone as well, working while looking at the phone. Doing it like this is called a person who doesn't know the appropriate time and what is proper for certain occasions. They don't know about their duties. If one is a worker and they take away the time that they are paid for, then this is a corruption of time. It's a modern form of cheating. Therefore, people who work really have to do it. When it is our personal time, then we can rest. You can then use your phone or do your personal activities. Therefore, we must manage our time correctly. Know your duties in whatever you are doing. If you are a monastic who is practicing and meditating, then be very determined. You must try harder than a layperson. Because this work is the work of a monk. Don't cheat time. Don't cheat the time the Lord Buddha gave us. Don't cheat the time that the faithful lay people have given us. Therefore, we have to wake up for morning chanting. We have to go for arms round. We have to do the communal duties. We must be ones who sacrifice for others' benefits. We have to do evening chanting. We have to practice meditation a lot. This time is valuable for the novices and monks. One must study the scriptures and must take it to practice to the fullest and best of one's ability. Whether one is a child, an adult or a monk, if one follows the correct path of managing one's time, then you will achieve prosperity in your education, in your work and duties and in your Dhamma practice. May you grow in blessings.